There's power in sharing what you're going through. Not only is this helping me articulate with how I feel, time stamping a moment in history I can look back on and like truly cement like, yo, you were looking back on this moment and like, I'm so glad you went through this because look how much you've grown. But also me sharing what I'm going through, it can connect and create more community around what I'm doing. It can bring people more closely attached to me and then give them permission to share their own stories. The Perspective Podcast is fuel for your mind and creative grind. Each week, we break down the art of healthy hustling, overcoming the inner critic, and growing your creative business. What's going on? You're listening to episode 206 of the Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Scotty Russell, the Perspective Collective, and I want to give you the tools of mindset, motivation, and marketing to blaze your own creative path. At the end of each episode, I plug a listener of the week, so stick around to figure out how you can get a permanent shout out on a future episode. Let me just start off with this. Do you ever feel like you don't belong and you question your existence? Or that you feel like an outsider forcing yourself to fit in? Or maybe you have nothing worthwhile to offer this world? If so, you, my friend, are dealing with imposter syndrome. And trust me, you're not alone. Me and imposter syndrome go way back. That and its fellow asshole companion comparison held the future version of myself hostage for so long. It's a hella relevant topic that gets brought up often amongst my students. Throughout 2020 and carrying into 2021, I gotta admit, I've been dealing with it a lot. This show has always been a form of therapeutic journaling where I can transparently work through the shit that I'm dealing with, the things that are on my mind. So my plans today are to peel back the curtain and vulnerably share the season I'm currently going through. My hosts are to timestamp this moment to look back on and as well to show you that everyone's second guesses themselves. I'm also going to bake in some light bulb lessons, some tips and tactics. I've learned to leverage these phases of imposter syndrome to my advantage. I want you to finish this one scene, imposter syndrome as one, a season for big changes laying ahead of you, and then two, a chance to massively grow by leaning into the discomfort. But before we get started, shout out to you Patreon supporters who financially back the show like my family at Iron Bean Coffee Company. With as little as your weekly cup of coffee, your support directly helps the show continue to grow, allowing me to invest in the podcast team, equipment, and hosting. To learn more about how you can back the show and the rewards for pledging, please visit patreon.com slash perspective podcast. We couldn't do what we do without you, so thank you so much. And one final thing. If you found value in this episode, it would mean the world to me if you took a screenshot or a video of you working to this in the background and tag me on Instagram stories so I can connect and reshare the love back. As always, keep an open mind and act on anything that inspires you today. Let's go. Let me start by attempting to articulate the current season I'm navigating. I'd say this began back in 2019 when I really started getting serious about pursuing coaching. And with that, I gave uh, my two breadwinners freelancing and selling merch. But in between this shift, I've had a hard time committing to the full switch of letting the former identity of Scotty Russell, the letterer, illustrator, designer, take the back seat. Today's version of me, the coach, uh, mindset, and marketing kind of guy, wouldn't exist without this past artsy-fartsy identity. A part of me is still that artsy-fartsy dude. It's just not what I want to be known for anymore during this new chapter. Instead, I'm diving headfirst into being known as a creative side hustle growth coach, creating premium services and resources that people like you, I know they can provide so much value to. 
not only does this arena create the most impact, you know, in the coaching world and the services world, but it also allows me to provide for my family and get control of our future financial freedom. Just way more than the route of freelancing, more fulfilling than freelancing, and way more impactful. The artsy-fartsy side still has a big role to play, but it's more like the honey these days to get people to my message or as a means of escape for me to just create for me once in a blue moon. Hence the episode artwork for this one. I had to force myself to carve out time so I could draw something that's been on my mind for a hot minute now. So I would say it's been an uncomfortable borderline identity crisis behind the scenes since like 2019, especially this year in 2021. How quickly do I make this shift and how does it reflect in my content? It's just been a slow and steady drip in this transformation and this transition. Or I wonder like what the hell is my content strategy and where does creating art play into the role of being a side hustle growth coach? You know, is it important? Is it not important? And then finally, I often wonder how do I clearly position and promote myself and what I do? Is it just for creatives? Even though I know what I teach can expand far beyond just like a visual artist or a content creator. Clearly, if you're like me, you're a brilliant overthinker too, but this is just a fraction of what goes on in my manic mind from time to time. So I knew this previous art design world really well. You know, I'm still in it, but I also don't always feel a part of it. But at the same time, I always felt like I was forcing myself to fit in, trying to be something I'm not, mostly based on comparing others' past to my own. You know, I, I always felt I had to be this big-time freelancer based on what my peers or my idols were doing and I felt like I had to go in the hard in this world of lettering that's what I really love but then I tried forcing it to be something else all the while my gut has been trying to carve out a different lane and just guide me to a different direction I had been wanting to call myself a coach since 2016 you know because I have if you don't know me I have a background in coaching football uh, personal training you know I was always like a captain on a football team so always had like some type of leadership role but imposter syndrome always made me feel like no one would take me seriously. Or worse, judge me and talk shit about me behind their backs. You know, I'm a recovering people pleaser over here. Because of this, I downplayed and internalized it all. I'm like, there's no way I could be called myself a coach. There's absolutely no way. No one would take me serious. And here's a random fact. This is, this is pretty sad. But I gave a big talk at Creative South back in 2016. You know, my first big time talk. And I did not feel like I belonged there. I said yes threw myself in the fire, and just felt like an imposter the whole time. But on stage, on one of the slides, I labeled myself as a creative coach. However, when I reshared this cool photo of me in front of that slide on this big-ass stage, I photoshopped out the creative coach part and didn't publicly own that title until 2019, so three years went by. I removed that. I photoshopped this out and put, like, lettering illustration, just something in there, a different kind of, like, more broad title, generic. All because of imposter syndrome. And it sounds so fucking silly as I share this now. It's like I was just too scared to step into this role that I knew my gut, my intuition, my heart and soul were trying to like lead me to. You know, I was helping people with with things back then too, but unintentionally in the form of a coach. You know, that's just people would tell me like, yo, you're like my coach. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm a creative coach. And then nope, I just, I didn't want to own it. It scared me. So here we are in 2021, fast forward. Yes, I fully accepted this new role, like it's my title, it's everywhere, despite the discomfort and the inner critic's constant shit-talking. I'm in love with my work, and I know that my purpose on this earth's surface is to be of service as a coach, all while still leveraging the artsy-fartsy side when needed. However, 
Now I'm feeling hella isolated these days because I'm leaving one identity behind and seeking a new crowd of people to attach myself to. And I've been through this before. You know, I was that football dude in college who blew my back out and then I became this arts and designer dude. And so I've already dealt with an identity crisis and shift before in my life. So it's nothing new. I've been through this before. And this new crowd of people I'm seeking to my attach myself to, it's, it's not necessarily creatives, but just a community that can relate to my new pursuits and help me out. And I'm not sure who that is quite yet or where they exist. But for more context, so you understand what I'm talking about. Like my past circles, my communities and accountability groups were heavy lettering, illustration, freelance, licensing focus, selling products and merch. And while I still love these people, these are still some of my best friends in the industry. These topics aren't aligned in the direction I'm grooving and growing. So why am I going to invest myself if it doesn't align with the bigger picture of where I'm trying to grow and try to explode my business? It'd be different if there were those in our industry doing something very similar to me. But I'm truthfully not aware of anyone, which I guess is a blessing and a curse. I know there's people who do some minor one-on-one coaching. There's some people who are really focused on the marketing side of things, but they don't want to focus on teaching it. They're not focused on like coaching as their main staple, their main pillar and what they're doing. It's just a nice like, hey, here's a one-on-one call that we can do for a couple hundred bucks. I'm like, no, I, I put my life on coaching. And I'm still heavily focused on working with creatives like you because my skill sets tailor best to you and your pursuits. Yet, I'm at a crossroads where I feel my next steps could or may lay outside the creative community realms because I feel like I have so much more to offer than just how to help you grow a creative side. So I feel like what I teach can help anybody grow whatever type of side business they want to pursue or an audience they want to build around it. And I feel like the next stage for me is to connect with and learn from other online marketers and coaches in the world. But I feel so small, unseen, and unknown. Imposter syndrome putting in an OT and maybe you can relate to that. Maybe this parallels to where you're at right now by me just getting what's on my mind off my chest and into some audio format. Maybe you can connect with this, but just through your own story and experiences and maybe dilemmas that you're going through. The inner critic tries to convince me that The creative community circle of influencers that I look up to or that I've rubbed shoulders with, you know, or become a part of, as well as much of my following. I feel like in my mind, people are just like, yo, what the fuck is Scotty doing? WTF. A part of me thinks they can't relate or get down with this new direction and the experimentation I'm showing and what I share these days. I I don't know why I create these stories. I get kind of this vibe from people, but no one's actually just come out and said it. But why I feel this a lot is because the decline in my Instagram following, you know, tries to fuck with my head. And I try not to let it get to me too much. I've been through this before. I've dealt with plenty of ups and downs in the creative game to know what this really reflects is that losing followers isn't a bad thing. It's honestly healthy. It's honestly healthy, especially if you're trying to do something new, training new behaviors. Maybe your old identity is what attracted people, but now your new identity is for a different crowd, you know, and that's okay. It's healthy. And I'm trusting my gut and focusing on creating for myself and impacting the right people. So naturally, those who just wanted pretty artwork and hand lettering that were originally there that grew with me from like 2014 till now, they're just not going to be a good fit and they're going to dip out. Or like my friends who just aren't into the stuff I'm putting out, they're not trying to get coached. Why would they want to follow me? You know, I'm not providing them value. They don't need what I have to offer. So that's okay. You know, I'm not a letter trying to press other letters or designer trying to press... Uh, impress other designers. I'm a coach who's trying to really make an impact on the right type of people. And during this season, it's totally creative side hustlers. What the next season is, I'm not really sure. 
but it's all about stepping into the unknown. So while it's a weird season of transition I'm going through, it's also exciting. Some days I'm hella confident. And then other days I'm like, yo, what the hell am I doing? What am I doing? I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, bro, how did you get here? What's your next step? Like, how do you really think you can do this right now? And then I step away and then I talk myself back into the game. Okay. I get myself off the ledge and I'm leaning into the fear, diving deep into the unknown and totally going with my intuition each step I take. Like it's a day by day grind. I love what I do. So that's what keeps me focused. I love having conversations with people like you. I love working with my students. My students have become my best friends, you know, post-program. I'm still your coach. But after the program, like I lean on my students in that alumni group. So shout out to the alumni listening. But I'm continuing to trust the process, which will lead me to the new community of people, the guides that can help me see my path more clearly. I know it's coming. If I just keep faith that I'm working towards something, that thing is working back toward me. You know, that's just keeping that faith. And while imposter syndrome tells me I don't belong here, my heart, my soul, my gut and intuition are telling me to keep the faith and go hard in the paint during this exciting, scary chapter. And before I end this, I want to I want to sprinkle in some bonuses, okay? These are those light bulb lessons, tips, and tactics I want to power through real quick. So speaking of powering through, number one, there's power in sharing what you're going through. So what I'm doing today, not only is this helping me articulate with how I feel, time stamping a moment in history I can look back on and like truly cement like, yo, you were looking back on this moment and like, I'm so glad you went through this because look how much you've grown. But also me sharing what I'm going through can lead to you know that personal growth, but also it can connect and create more community around what I'm doing. It can bring people more closely attached to me and then give them permission to share their own stories. Give them permission to like share a chink in their armor to like be more vulnerable on how they show their true selves to the world. Instead of living a fake identity online and in person, like being two separate people. No, fuck that. Number two, living a passive life doesn't help anyone. Feeding into imposter syndrome is robbing you of your future growth, your future potential. Not only that, it's robbing others of the impact you could be making when you have something to share. So living in fear and passively existing, that shit ain't doing nothing but putting you on your deathbed full of regret. Straight up. You don't want to be pushing daisies wondering like, damn, why didn't I shoot my shot? All right? Number three, if you feel like an imposter, keep going. This is something I've really had to embrace, and I've learned this to be true, but every time you're going through a little funk or a season when you feel imposter syndrome really, really hitting you hard, to me, that means you're on the verge of tapping into the next version of yourself. Lean into that shit. Lean into it and embrace the discomfort, all right? Just know like growth is coming your way. That's a big one. That's probably the most important takeaway in this whole entire episode. So number four, you're supposed to be here. Don't let someone or something steal your power. Again, brace where you're at, but stay hungry with where you want to be. Don't let anybody try to tell you differently that you're not capable of doing something. Literally, I have on my wrist tatted, you belong here and you got this. Two little affirmations that keep me going every day. No matter who thinks it's cheesy, this is for me. So it keeps me embracing where I'm at, proud of my accomplishments, proud of how far I've came. But yes, it keeps me hungry, motivated, and hella gritty and perseverance to just keep pushing it, keep getting up to the plate and keep swinging each day. Number five, the final one, surround yourself with the support system community. And while I may lack this truly 
aligned community around me that understands where I'm at, where I'm going, no matter if they focus on creatives or whatever realms they're in, that's okay. You know, maybe the people around me don't truly understand my situation, but I still have wifey. I still have my own coach and I have all my alumni coaching students that'll listen when I need to vent what's on my mind and they'll do their best, whether it's just to listen or do their best to provide me some support or good ideas to move forward with. So I always have some type of support circle around me. Always. You can't be ice. You can, but it's a lot harder. The lone wolf thrives and survives in a pack. So Yes, maybe you want to take it isolated, be it isolated on an island, but for me, that just doesn't work. And for a lot of my students that I have conversation with, isolation is detrimental. You know, it's destructive more than productive. So, final closing words. Keep going. Overthinking can be a huge mother effer, right? Like, I can't be alone with this one, especially when you're comparing your path to someone else's. So just know, everyone is dealing with something whether they share it or not. No one has it all figured out. I definitely don't. Feeling like an imposter is a necessary part of the non-linear, chaotic process that is building your creative business and just finding your creative groove and pursuing something that's so important to you outside of the traditional path of the day job, the traditional nine to five, retire in your 60s, family, mortgage, yada, 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 yada. Carve your own path, all right? And remember, 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 when you feel like an imposter, keep going. PC family, I hope you enjoyed this fiery little chat today. Just know when I do a solo episode, it's because I feel like I have something important to say. It's based on topics that someone like you share with me that you struggle with. And I love my interview talks. Don't get me wrong. I love the interviews, but sometimes I just need to give myself a reason to get something off my chest that's weighing on my heart as well as give myself some time to draw something dope to a company, a a powerful message that I hope I'm dropping on you. So you can find the full episode in the form of a blog post as well as containing any links or references in the show notes within your current podcast listening app or perspective podcast. This is episode 206. And if you have found any value in this show and it's helped you along your creative grind, could you do me a solid and just take a couple minutes and leave a rating and most importantly, the review part over on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you're listening if they allow you to leave a review. Not only does it help the show climb the charts in the arts design category, but it staples you in as a future listener of the week. And today's listener of the week is titled Stellar Podcast for Creatives. And this comes from APS10899 from the US. They state, been looking for a podcast for my creative grind for a while now, and I finally landed on this one. Definitely few for my mind and creative side hustle. Scotty offers highly inspirational and valuable information. Looking forward to more. Hell yeah. Short, sweet, to the point. And I appreciate it more than you know. That probably took you like two minutes. So thank you, thank you, thank you. It means the world to me. And now you're a permanent member of the podcast family. So as I sign off, I want to give a huge shout out to my podcast editor, Anya Brennan, executive assistant Paige Garland, video specialist Colton Bacher, Hannah Schick for the social media coordination that she's been doing, and Nick Jenkins of Bluka for all the dope theme music you hear on the show. And as you finish off your week strong, I want to encourage you to keep showing up, keep putting in the work, and keep creating. You got this.